Hello boys and girls, and welcome to another magical episode of Famous Person Storytime. Today's famous person is... Richard Nixon, former president of the United States, and former president of the We Think John F. Kennedy's an Asshole Fan Club. And their story will be... Jack and the Beanstalk. So sit down and have a warm cup of cocoa while we enjoy today's story. Now before I begin, you may be thinking to yourself, isn't Richard Nixon supposed to be dead? Or you're thinking, who the hell is Richard Nixon because I'm a young person and I don't know anything? Well, either way, I can assure you, just because I'm dead doesn't mean I can't tell a damn good story. I took my little girls in every night telling them the story of how I won the presidential election in 1972 against that bastard John F. Kennedy who stole it from me because technically I won. I let it go, but and decided to be the bigger man and let him be president since I knew America was going to want me again. Bastard. He had horrors, you know. He was a terrible president. And a terrible human being, really. It was his fault for the Cuban Missile Crisis. I should probably get onto the story now. So once upon a time, there was a poor widow who had a son named Jack. But everyone called him Crazy Eyes Jack because his eyes did this thing where it would look really crazy. And he freaked out people, which was good because it gave them a warning that he was actually crazy. Good warning sign, let people know to stay the fuck away from him. Now they had a cow named Milky White, which doesn't really make any sense. They really should have called him Blacky White because it had black spots all over it. Made a lot more sense in my mind. And they had to live on this cow who produced milk for them. That's all they had. They didn't have a farm. They just had that one cow. They didn't have very good economic sense, as you can plainly see. Well, one morning, Blackie White decided to dry up and she was no longer able to produce milk. And the mother thought, Crap. Now what are we supposed to do? Jack, Jack, get in here. I need you to sell this cow. And Jack came in, limping, for some reason, because he was crazy like that. He didn't actually have a limp, but he just did that sometimes. And the mother said, Jack, I need you to sell this cow. Go into the marketplace and try and sell it and then we'll use that money to build a store and maybe we can sell Richard Nixon wasn't such a bad guy if you really look back at his presidency and some of the things he accomplished t-shirts or we could sell firearms I mean 
Either one of those will work. It's really a toss-up. And Jack, he grabbed Milky White by the range, and he grabbed a saddle, and he rolled that sucker into town. Took about seven hours, because cows aren't really meant for riding. And in the market, he found a mysterious merchant man wearing rags and everything. A hippie, most likely. And the hippie said to Jack, Hey, that's a nice cow you got there. Maybe you could sell him to me. And Jack said, well, what do you got, bucko? Because Jack liked to use the term bucko. He was crazy, as I said before. And the merchant hippie, he said, I'll, I have these beans if you'd love to, if you care to trade them for their cow. And Jack said, what's so great about these beans? And they be said, they're magical beans. Just plant them overnight and they'll do their work. And Jack said, well, just let me take a quick look at them. And I'll decide. Let me just see if they're magical. I'll be able to tell. And the hippie pulled them out of his pocket. And Jack said, Give me those beans, you hippie bastard. And he sucker punched him right in the face. And down with the hippie. And Jack grabbed the beans and hightailed it out of there, leaving the cow behind. By the way, it's okay to sucker punch hippies. They're not real people anyway. So Jack went home with the beans and told his mother and his mother was ecstatic that he had sold the cow and she asked what did you get for him he's like and Jack said guess mother and she said uh, um uh, a horse so we can make glue he's like no guess again and she said uh, uh, gold so we can make gold nuggets or something. Gold. And she said, is it magical beans? And he says, yes. And she smacked him on the face. You damn bastard. That's not magical beans. Okay, what magic do they even do? Did you even ask? I bet you didn't. And he's like, oh, well, they're magical. That should be good enough. And she smacked him on the face again. And then she threw the beans out the window. And he said, No. I traded our cow for those beans. Well, actually, I didn't, I didn't trade it. I punched the guy and then left the cow there. I guess I could have took the cow as well. I, but I was on such a high rush from punching that guy's lights out, especially Hippie. You know, now that I think about it, he was probably a communist in disguise. Did the world a favor, really. And so, Jack rubbing his face all sore, trying to go to bed without any lunch, crying himself to sleep like a little pansy ass. But by the morning, he noticed that half of his room was gone, and where his room used to be, there was a giant frickin' beanstalk just sitting in his room. He looked up, and that beanstalk went into the clouds. Oh boy, I'm running out of breath. This 
This usually happens when I talk about magical beans. That's... That's not a surprise. Oh, doggy. Oh. So Jack, being the sharp young boy he was, decided to climb the beanstalk that went into the clouds. Even though there wasn't a safety rail or anything, he climbed that sucker like a ladder. Oh. And while he was climbing that beanstalk, he went up, and up, and up, and up, and then a bird smacked him in the face, right in the kisser. Ooh. I hate birds. Ugh. Disgusting little creatures. They're like Democrats with wings. <laughs> so anyway, he fell down a few steps, but then he, he grabbed onto it like a champ. And he started climbing back up. And then another bird hit him in the face. God, I hate birds. And he shook it off like a man. And then he climbed up even higher. And then an airplane went by him and almost hit him, but it didn't. Even though the time period didn't really make sense with an aeroplane. Maybe it was like a time shift or something. I, I don't know how time travel works, but that's probably what happened. So up, 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 Jack went. Until he finally got to the top, above the clouds. And he's like, I'm in heaven. And then he saw a giant freaking giant. And it was a woman. And he could see up her skirt. And he thought to himself, Yup, this is definitely heaven. And the giant woman said to him, Dear me, what are you doing here? And he said, Oh, if you could please feed me. I didn't have lunch for one whole night. Well, okay, I snuck a bit of cereal, but you know, that doesn't really count. And she said, Oh, you poor boy. I'd take you to my castle. But my husband, you see, he's an ogre. He wouldn't quite like you being there. Now I know some of you are thinking, Wait a minute, it's not an ogre. It's uh, supposed to be a giant. Well, if you think that, then you're wrong. It's an ogre, and you're an idiot. The original story had ogre. It's probably, probably, you know, the same as a giant, but they call them ogre. I don't really know the difference, but... You're an idiot, shut up. So, he pleads and pleads with her, and she finally decides, Okay, I'll take you to my castle. So he takes her there, and she feeds him some hard-boiled eggs, like Rocky used to eat. And then while he was eating, he heard a terrible rumble throughout the castle. A large, large footsteps, like thunder. And he yelled, oh my god, it's William Howard Taft. And the wife said, no, 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 that's just my ogre husband. Quick, hide in this oven, well, quick, hide in this oven, and he won't find you. And Jack said, oh, no, 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 I, I see what you're trying to do. 
trying to put me in that oven so you can heat me up and then eat me later. Oh, you're not tricking me. And she's like, no, just hide in the damn oven. I'm trying to save your life. It's like, oh, no. Crazy Eye Jack is too smart of that. And so she sucker punched him and knocked him out. And they, she threw him in the oven because she knew what was best for him. And then the giant ogre, I mean, shut up, don't, I, shut up. The ogre, he came in and he, he recited some poetry. I, I can't quite remember all of it, but it went something like, Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. I'm kind of hungry. And he would fetch a good meal cause I'm overweight and I I like the I'm hungry. I I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Not not quite sure, but yeah it's not my fault because it's a stupid poem in the first place. How does he smell the bud of Englishmen? Is it different? How was that any different from anyone else? Do they have a specific blood? I mean, you can't tell by the smell of the blood. I mean, sure, there's the odor of him, like the skin. You could smell a Frenchman from a mile away. Obviously, everyone knows that. But it's not because of their blood. You know, when Germans smell like Worcestershire sauce and Doc Martin boots. <laughs> Hate those things. I mean, I myself can smell a communist from miles away. None in the vicinity at the moment. But they've they've been laying low for a while now, so... Can't really catch them as easily. So the ogre says, Wife, wife. Because it was like a power thing, you know. If you don't call your wife by her name, you know, it, it's, it enforces your dominance over her. It's an ogre husband thing, I guess. It works pretty well, apparently. I don't know, I loved my wife. Unlike that bastard Kennedy. No, he had whores, as I said. Sleeping with them this way and that. Up and down, down and up. Left to right. Oddly enough, not right to left. He was kind of weird like that. Anyway, he said to his wife, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Where is he? Where is he? And she's like, no, no. It, it must have been that English fellow you ate last week. Shakespeare, I believe his name was. And he said, oh, yeah. Totally forgot about that. And so he ate his meal. And as after every meal, he fell asleep from eating too much. And then Jack creeped out of the oven. Rubbing his face once again because he had been hit in the face. He gets hit a lot, but to be fair, he kind of deserves it. So he comes out of the oven, face all red. And as he starts to sneak out, he notices a sack of gold around the giant ogre's hip. And being the little bastard Jack was, he decided to steal that gold. And then he took it. And then he ran out the door, 
past the clouds and found the beanstalk again. And then he climbed down and down and down and down and God damn it, why does this story keep repeating the same phrase over and over again? We freaking get it. He climbed down the damn beanstalk. It's large. Shut up about it already. So anyway, Jack got down the beanstalk and he went to his mother. He said, see, I got gold nuggets. Those beans were magical. And she smacked him on the face and said, yeah, but now our house is ruined. I told you to explain to me what those beans did. If you would have told me they drew a giant frickin' beanstalk, I would have thrown them out of the house a little bit farther away. Now we've got a giant beanstalk in the middle of our house. Now our property value is going way down. Now give me those gold nuggets. And so they lived off the gold nuggets for a while. And she completely ignored the idea to build a store. Cause she was too fascinated with the gold. Well, eventually, the gold ran out. And Jack decided to go back up the beanstalk one more time. So he climbed up, and up, and yada, 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 got to the top. And there he saw the giant wife once more. And she said, what are you doing here? And Jack told her, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit famished. If you wouldn't mind, I could use some more grub in my tummy. And the wife said, Oh, no, go, go away from here. My husband will eat you up if he sees you. In fact, actually, the last time you were here, for some reason, he seems to have misplaced a sack of gold nuggets. And Jack said, Really? Oh, that's, that's strange. I didn't even know he had gold. She's like, yeah, you, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? And he said, no, no, of course not. I wouldn't. And then he did shifty eyes as he did so. And she's like, why are you doing shifty eyes? He's like, oh, I, I have a, I have pink eye. So it, it makes me do that involuntary. Look, are you going to feed me or not, bitch? Jesus. I mean, I didn't call you a bitch, just... You probably won't want to feed me if I call you that. Just, I'm ever so hungry because he was English. He talked like that. And she said, oh, all right. Come on in. And she took him to the table. And before he could even start eating, once again, the house shook like crazy. Boom, 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 boom. And the giant recited his crappy poetry one more time. Fee fi fo fum, I smell the blood of a blah blah blah. I'm a pansy ass for writing a poem. I have feelings and stuff. And so the wife scurried little Jack into the oven once more. And the ogre sat down and said, Wife, bring me my golden goose. I want to be rich. And so she brought him his golden goose. And he told the goose, Lay. And then it laid an egg of gold. And so he finished his meal. And then he fell asleep snoring. And his wife went into another room to, to knit a sweater or something with pink puppies on it. Or 
whatever women knit things on to shirts and whatever. And so Jack snuck out of the oven and he grabbed the goose and then he hightailed it out of there. But then the goose started squawking and the ogre woke up. Jack ran out the door of the ogre high on his heels. But then the ogre tripped over like a twig or something and boom, he fell down and said, oh no, I've fallen and I can't get up. And by the time he fell, Jack was already at the beanstalk, climbing down it. And he went to his mother and said, look mother, look, look, look what this goose can do. And he said, open sesame. And then nothing happened. He said, wait, that's, that's not the right phrase. Let me try this again. Uh, Alakazam. And the ghost took a crap on the floor. He said, no, that's, that's not it. Lay? No, no, that can't be it. But oh, it laid a golden egg. He's like, see, mother, now we can live like kings. Well, apparently, that itself wasn't enough for Jack. He needed more. For some reason, apparently, it wasn't enough for him. And he decided to go up the beanstalk one more time. Gonna skip with the climb up, up, up thing, because it's stupid. Pointless part of the story, we all get it. He goes up a... Okay. So Jack got to the top of the beanstalk, and this time the wife was not waiting there. But he decided this time to sneak into the castle, because she might be a little suspicious that he's been stealing from them. So he went to the castle, and he stood outside, and he made penguin noises, you know, like... You know, like a like a penguin. And then the wife went outside and they're going like, Whoa, there's a penguin out here. Where's where is that little penguin? So Jack snuck inside and he, he hid in a cigar case. This time. It's it's a giant cigar case, cause he's a really big ogre. Everything's smaller for him. So he hid in the cigar case. And the ogre came in, fee-fi-fo-fum, I'm not good at haikus. And so, and then the wife came back in, she says, what's the matter, dear? You're like, I smell an Englishman again. And she's like, oh, that little bugger's been stealing from us, I bet I know where he is. And then she snuck towards the oven, of a hot poker, and she opened it and said, Ah! There's no one in here, damn it. And the ogre laughed at her, calling her a fool, and said, Wife, bring me my golden harp. This ogre had a lot of golden things. You know, golden nuggets, golden gooses, golden harps, golden showers. You know, he had the works. The whole nine yards. And so the wife brought him his golden harp, and it started singing from him show tunes of the highest magnitude 
and Yanni, and a little bit of Hansen in there too. You know, he could mop it all night long. Oh, love those guys. Those are like Zach Taylor and Zach, some, I don't know, whatever. So then the ogre went back to sleep. And then the wife went out of the room to watch Three's Company. It's a good show. And because it's in syndication or something. Jack Ritter, that guy. That guy's a hoot, really. Two women at the same time. <laughs> oh, doggy. Not that I implore that kind of behavior. He never actually did anything with them, so it was alright. Very moral, upstanding guy, that Jack. Wait, no, that was the actor's name. Whatever. So then Jack, not Ritter, the, the beanstalk guy, he snuck out of the oven while the ogre was asleep, and he grabbed the harp, and then the harp said, like, Master, Master, I'm being taken and I think violated at the same time. And the ogre woke up, like, Whoa! You're that Englishman I've been smelling. I'm gonna eat you right up. And Jack, he ran right away, slamming out the door. But the ogre was right behind him. And then Jack started climbing down the beanstalk. And the ogre was like, well, how do I, how do I climb down this thing? It doesn't look safe. There's not even any guardrails on it. And then Jack was already halfway down, and the ogre's like, oh, I'm gonna have to risk it. I need that golden harp. I don't have an iPod or anything, so I'm gonna need that. And so he started climbing down after him. And as Jack's climbing down, he yelled down to his mother, 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 get, get the chainsaw, quickly. We needed to cut the sucker down. And by the time Jack got to the bottom, his mother came running with a golf club. And Jack's like, damn it, what, mother? I can't, I can't chop down this tree for golf club. She said, I couldn't find it. Some guy named Ash attached it to his stump hand and started killing some undead guys or something. You know, it was polite ready to give it to him. I gave him some sugar as well. Just, just give me that damn golf club. And Jack started a-whacking. And a-whacking. And a-whacking at that beanstalk and then the ogre's like oh no why is this beanstalk shaking I wish there was a guardrail to hold on to and then the beanstalk trotted falling down and then Jack whacked it a bit more and he yelled timber and then it started falling down and then the ogre fell to his death the end <laughs> That's some good stuff. So, I guess the moral of this story is kill hippies and communists aren't good. And there was like another moral, you should, you should steal things from people and take advantage of their wives' kindness to steal from their husband. That... That sounds about right for a good moral. Well, I don't know if it's a good moral, but apparently that's the moral of the story, because Jack just stole stuff and he got away with it. Oh, and greed, because he didn't really need, he didn't need that golden harp. I, I, you'd think the goose, 
that laid those golden eggs, they'd be good enough. So yeah, be greedy, punch hippies, kill communists, and steal from people. I hope you enjoyed the story. I've gotten a giant headache talking for this long. Good night, and good luck. Wow, boys and girls, wasn't that exciting and magical episode? I thought so too. Join us next time for another very exciting and happy story on Famous Person Storytime. Bye-bye. 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 For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.